Welcome to episode 10 of the Babes Talking Business podcast. Today we have the gorgeous Bianca Bathurst, a 28-year-old girl with a passion for living for a living. Bianca talks about how she went from being an overworked and underpaid, recently graduated criminal solicitor to a multiple six-figure residual income earner in the network marketing profession in less than three years. Bianca now mentors other women who are hungry for more, teaching them how to really free their best self through her project, Free the Best You, and the business model of the 21st century, network marketing. She was such a dream to talk to. She's so down to earth and seriously just like the girl next door. She's such a babe with so much determination and hustle. We promise you will not finish this podcast without feeling fired up and ready to take on the world. All the links to her socials are in the podcast notes below. If you're loving our podcast, we would so love for you to drop us some love and give us a five-star rating on the iTunes app because it means we can deliver more goodness to you each and every other week. In case you're a new follower of the Babes Talking Business podcast, we do a shout out of the week over on our Instagram channel for all of our favorite reviews. So when you leave us some feedback, don't forget to leave your Instagram handle and or your website so you can go in the running for the shout out of the week. You can follow us on Instagram by heading over to at Babes Talking Business. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com. And don't forget, this podcast is actually a vlogcast, meaning you can watch each and every interview by heading over to our YouTube channel. Links for all of these are also below in the podcast notes and on our website. Get ready for some epic inspiration, guys. Enjoy. Yay! We've got Bianca on the line. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So Bianca, I'm not going to try to repeat it, but where are you tuning in from again? (laughs) Hey everyone, I am an Aussie living in New Zealand. I'm tuning in from Mount Monganui in the Bay of Plenty. I'm not even going to try to say I'm going to sound like an Australian girl. Thank you so much for jumping on the show and yeah, just giving us some of your time and I'm just really excited to hear from you and ask you lots of questions because, yeah, you, you've done amazing things um, in the network marketing profession. You've been a part of it for three, is it three and a half years? Three and a half years now, yep. And um, multiple six-figure residual income from that, which we just like, yeah, we can't wait to hear about your journey and what work looks like for you. Um, and yeah, I just, we really resonated with you because you said that you'd love to mentor other women who are hungry for more. So let's get right into it. Let's start talking about that. Cause I know following you on social media, I'm like, oh, she, lots of people look at you and they're like, what is she doing? Like she's in this country, then she's in this country. She's having so much fun. And you've got all these beautiful women that are positive and making some ripple effects in the health and wellness field as well. So how did you kind of come across these? Like, how did you end up where you have? What's your journey looked like? Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited. I always genuinely take it very seriously. It's such an honor to ever be able to voice my journey. And um, yeah, the reason I guess I take it so seriously is because someone at some stage three and a half years ago voiced their journey to me. And that's what has now allowed me to live a life every day that I do choose, that I do design. And so, yeah, it's it's, it's an absolute honour to be able to share in the hope that maybe this inspires even just one person to, to look at their life and, and maybe choose a different path. So 
you mentioned three and a half years I've been in the network marketing industry. Um, I never was one of those people that saw the opportunity from day one. Um, if people aren't familiar with network marketing, network marketing essentially is a company that either distributes you know, a product or a service. You can just be a customer of that company just as you would any other company or you can also choose to be a customer and I guess a distributor and then from that there's a financial opportunity that comes along with that so for me in the beginning I was just really a customer um, of an incredible product you know you mentioned health and wellness I was on a health and wellness journey because my life prior to network marketing was I was burnt out stressed out overworked um, underpaid as well um, and my health had taken the back seat um, I'm sure there's listeners that can relate to surviving on coffee, surviving on refined sugar, um, takeaway. And so all of these things that deep down did go against my morals in terms of health and wellness and looking after myself was the reality of where I found myself. So I really felt misaligned in that sense. And so I did go looking for a way that I could get my health in check because I do believe that health is a foundation for so many things in life. Um, you know, relationships, work, whatever it is. So I knew that if I was going to perform um, in my work um, as a criminal solicitor, something that I'd worked very hard at university to, to actually get into that profession, it made sense to me that I needed to start looking after my body. So I found an incredible product that I really resonated with. Um, and that product was distributed through a company that was in the network marketing industry. But I was very naive at the time. I actually didn't even recognize that the product was not just an everyday product from a company. I actually um, just had a friend of mine who was using the product and she had a phenomenal experience. And she said, look, hey, looks like you're struggling. I was like, I'm struggling, help a sister out. And so I just purchased the product. Like it wasn't weird to me that I purchased it from her. I, I didn't question, hey, how come I can't buy this in the store? Like, why are you setting me up an account? I, I didn't question any of it because my desire deep down was like, I needed, I needed it, right? So. For me, it was just, it just made sense. And then I had a phenomenal experience, obviously, because that's why we're here talking, you know, three and a half years later, I had an, I had an amazing experience. experience. Um, and so, Siri. <laughs> Google Siri. Siri. <laughs> See, we're, we're real life. Um, I had an amazing experience and I started to be asked, hey, you're looking different, you're, you know, you seem different, you have more energy. And so naturally and organically, in the beginning, I was sharing my experience with others. One day I had an email come in from this company who distributes the products to say, thanks so much for sharing. Um, you know, we've deposited $400 into your account. And I was like, firstly, what account? And, and secondly, what is, this, what is this money for? So I was super naive. Um, but I liked the sound of it. And I actually was one of those people that rang up and, and rang up the customer service. And I said, what is, what is this money? Why? I've just got this strange email. Can you explain it to me? So I technically, I guess, in a sense, really found out the true power of network marketing and how you earn in network marketing just by falling in love with the products and just by chance. And so um, I'm sure we can dig more into it, but it was a very, very, very organic journey for me. I never at all intended to be a network marketer, to be a mentor, to be anything like that. I just needed a health change. And, and so that's really where it started. I love that. And it's something, it's cool. Once you actually start delving into the network marketing field and you're doing your research and understanding the business structure in itself, you find that so many products who are, which are cutting edge and are, people get great results. So that's why they opt the network marketing business structure because it, the product in itself sells itself mm -hmm. when people are getting great experiences people naturally want to share with their loved ones 
this is what I'm doing or people commenting and saying, you look great or your energy or whatever it is. And people are naturally sharing. So I know hearing your story, that's exactly why certain companies and businesses choose that network marketing structure because that people are just generally wanting to organically share and the products do sell themselves. Makes sense. Isn't it crazy? Totally. And so I know that um, my personal journey with MLM and my initial, I guess, objections with it, because I had them, were, you know, people who are involved in that industry, you know, they're like, it's not a real business. It's not like a real job. And, you know, the people who do really well and are financially free from that business structure, they must have done some really bad things (laughs) to get there. That was literally how I... (laughs) I came into the industry. So like explain a little bit about your friends or family or, you know, even people that you talk to, is that, was, was there support there for you from others or was that something that you had to like butt heads with starting your, your business? It's interesting that you mentioned that because when I did find out that it was network marketing and and the company that I'd purchased the products for was a network marketing company, immediately little things started to go off in my mind, not necessarily super negative or skeptical, but just, just prior, prior knowledge. Um, my auntie was once in a company and, um, network marketing looked very different back in the day, but I do remember that she drove around in quite a garish car. Can I say that? Um, love my auntie, but that's just the reality of what it was. Um, and her house, her whole garage was filled with inventory from, from the company that she was obviously then in distributing. So, uh, my uncle worked very hard in a corporate job and then my auntie was very passionate about, um, you know, sharing these products. So, you know, interesting. I kind of had a similar, similar thought then was like, well, is this just for people that don't have a real job. <laughs> um, is this for people who aren't educated and who don't have the discipline to go to university? Because after all, you know, I went to university, I've got a very respected, um, you know, fancy piece of paper that says that I'm entitled to this great, amazing career. And so I did have my own thoughts about it. But I think to be fair, what quickly started to change my thought process around that was actually genuinely meeting the people who were having success in network marketing. And for me, you can see through people, right? Like, you know, we can, we can see BS and and these people weren't, they were true and genuine and they weren't trying to hype up what they were up to. They weren't trying to claim they were millionaires. If they weren't, they were genuine people who were genuinely falling in love with a product and falling in love with the concept that they could share that product and actually earn an income. So that for me was what really I think tipped my needle to going like these are decent, genuine, good people and they're in love with network marketing and they're succeeding. Like, you know, maybe, maybe my preconceived ideas are really just that preconceived ideas and, and preconceived ideas and notions. And so that was that. And then I feel very fortunate that I, from my personal close family, I had a lot of support um, in the beginning, I think because and look, let's just get real for a second about network marketing. I think part of the reason why people don't have success in network marketing is because they're flaky. Yeah. <laughs> like, we wanted to talk about It's because they're flaky. So they're wanting their partner, their friend, their family to really trust and believe in them when all that their family has to go off is a previous history of that person being flaky or getting super, super excited and I'm going to create this, I'm going to do that. And then three weeks later, not actually not that, this, 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 this over here. And so I feel like 
I was quite fortunate in the sense that I got that support purely because of who, who I was. I, I'd been solid in my, you know, in my life. And, and it's not to say that people can't change moving forward, but I think I did have that support from my close family. Um, but it's not to say that I didn't have people in my network who didn't get it and who didn't believe it. Um, there's actually quite an interesting, quite an interesting funny story around that. I, um, fell in love with the products about six months into using the products. I went along to an event so that I could learn more about the opportunity. Cause as I mentioned, I was earning little bits of money here and there from sharing. I went along to this event. I actually met, um, met a man at that event that I fell in love with. He was, um, in the company as well. He was a Kiwi boy. Hence why now, um, I'm an Australian living in, in New Zealand. He was a Kiwi boy and he actually, unlike me, saw the vision straight away. So he was at that event because he, you know, he wanted to learn to grow. He was, he was really going for it. And so when our paths crossed and we fell in love and he was like, well, this is what I'm doing. I felt, I fell in love with him and I moved to New Zealand and I had people that were like, you have got to have a screw loose. Like, mm-hmm. so not only are you not going to be pursuing your profession that you've just studied for six years for, but you're moving to a different country with a guy with this big beard that you don't even know and you're going to sell health products and you have no idea about health or nutrition or you, you, you're the most uncoordinated person like <laughs> on the planet. Like really, like that's what you're going to do. So I had a lot of people in, um, in the small area that I was from, that we're, talk- we're talking about me. We're talking about what I was doing. Like, she's, she's going to be back. Don't you worry. Like, this is not going to last. She's not going to make a dollar. She's going to come running back. But if anyone's ever had anyone say that to them and they've got that little entrepreneurial spirit in them, they'll know that that is what just drove me. Even oh, further. It just burns the fire even more. Yeah, it's God. like, you have no idea what you've just ignited inside me. <laughs> <Wait>. Watch, watch. <laughs> so when you, when you, like you said, you kind of, organically stumbled across the business opportunity you just finished your degree and were going on to be a solicitor in the criminal field did what kind of made you did you see the vision at the start like I know you said you didn't really so what made you did you want to build the business right from the start or kind of how did you find yourself on that journey to kind of be now where you've got this fixed six-figure income like yeah at what point did you see the vision yeah I saw the vision at the event the event that I went to. So I went to the event six months into my journey. Um, along that six month journey, I had gone to a few local community um, information sessions, but they were purely um, really just about educating people about the, the product side of things, I guess. But I'm very fortunate that someone invited me to one of the, the um, national events where it's not just about the product, but it's about the opportunity. And it's not just about the opportunity about like, yeah, look, you can share this and make money. It's about, hey, this is a profession that you can come into where you can grow yourself as a leader, you can grow yourself as a person, you can make really long-term strong connections with people that are like-minded, you can earn yourself an income. And that to me is where I caught the vision of what could be possible because I heard it on a larger scale. I heard about the company. I heard about the profession. I heard about the fact that it's a multi-billion dollar profession. And then... I met the people who were doing it. Yes. So it was the larger vision that was cast through the company, but also the people who were on the stage, but then sitting down next to me. And I knew that they were earning an income from it and I could see they, they're no different from me. So it was, it was at the bigger event that I really had that vision cast. What made you pursue that 
over obviously going and doing your criminal solicitor course like you've finished your degree studied six years obviously you can make good money doing that as well mm -hmm. where did you draw the parallels and kind of decide to take this route instead yeah great question i so agree you can you can definitely make good money in in that profession and it's a very respected and admirable profession and it's not easy and it takes a lot but Part of that is the very reason why I didn't want to pursue it. Um, I know one day I'd love to have kids and the thought for me of having children and then at the nine month mark being so feeling probably, you know, but self, um, self-generated feeling of pressure of like, I've got to get back in there. I've got these deadlines to meet. I've got people that are relying on me, depending on me. There's big mergers. There's, you know, big things that are going on and I'm going to ship my kids off to, to kindergarten and not see them or I'm going to get myself into a mortgage for, you know, a million dollars for this big, beautiful house that I then spend 10 hours a day out of that house or find the man of my dreams, fall in love with him. And then we both go our separate ways for 12 hours a day. Like yeah. regardless of my thoughts around network marketing, when I first found it, those thoughts were always what I previously had, despite, despite pursuing the profession down the normal path, it was still always, it doesn't really make sense to me. Like I get that's what everyone's doing and I get that's what I'm doing and I get that that's kind of what's expected, but I think it's, it sounds pretty average. Like it's it, crazy. Like, <laughs> seems a bit crazy, but Hey, I guess if there's no alternative, like that's yeah. just what I'll do. So it wasn't that I didn't want to work hard. It wasn't that I didn't you know, want to create something. It wasn't that I wasn't prepared to put in the time and effort, but I wanted a solid return. Mm on my effort and I could see that network marketing could give me that return. It could give me the flexibility in my lifestyle. It could give me the ability to create my hours around what I needed to do. If I needed to, you know, be somewhere because I had something going on in my family, then I could go and do that. And then in the afternoon I could work and I, I didn't have to let anyone down by doing that. So yeah, it was, it wasn't just the money for me. I think that some people think like, Oh wow, network marketing can be a millionaire. And it's like, you don't need a million. You don't. You don't need a million dollars to live a beautiful life. That is yeah. a life that you've designed. So I could just see that my return on investment was going to be greater if I put the same amount of time, effort, and energy into network marketing as I was prepared to put into my yeah. my profession. I love that. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people come into network marketing because it's a side hustle for them to begin with. You know, for me, it was, um, I was a registered nurse. So this was like a little thing on the side to make some extra money in the beginning. Then with laws, like everyone starts off with this business being a side hustle. When, when did it happen for you where you were like, wow, this is no longer a side hustle for me. Like, I'm, you know, making a full-time income from this. So I have the potential to, so I'm going to have to sacrifice. Like, when did that happen for you? And what were the thoughts that were going through your mind? Like, was it scary? Were you excited? Were you all in? Like, would, I'd love to know. I was petrified. I was absolutely petrified. So my partner and I had been working out, um, working our network marketing business for a period of time. I'm not going to say how long because I think that that's sometimes what trips people up is they think, well, such and such did it in this time. I'm at this point now and I haven't made that same amount of money. I'm a failure. It's not for me. But I've been in three and a half years and I, you know, a substantial amount of time of working as a, as a side hustle. But it, it got to the point where there was that potential 
potential. We could see the potential. We could see, okay, there's a steady income that has now come in for a few months, not just a week, <laughs> a few months. I get, you know, we, we've got some other people who are working it the way that we're working it, who see the vision of, you know, being able to create something for themselves. It's not just us, but I'm still petrified. Like you're then your own boss. Like you're then it's up to you. You don't, you don't get to just have a day off and, and go, Oh, well, like, you know, it, it's you, it, it's on you. And so it's a funny story. Um, my partner is very free spirited. He's very like, ah, we'll work it out. Like it's all good. It'll happen. Whereas I'm like, no, I need to know how, like, how is this going to happen? I need to know exactly how we're going to make this work. And I remember the day that we decided to do, to pursue network marketing full time and really put our focus into that being our full time income. And <laughs> We actually had like a little ceremony where we <laughs> we went down to the pool uh, where we were living and we like said this little speech to each other like you know we've got each other's back like we're gonna do it we're gonna move forward we're gonna do it I know <laughs> and then we just like let let every other preconceived idea about what earning an income needs to look like about how your life should be structured about all of these stories that have been given to us through society and through you know generations of of those kind of stories and we just said you know what we leave that here like we are the creator of our of our future like if we back ourselves we can do it and then we had a little kiss and then we jumped in the pool and <laughs> and then it was kind of like you know from that moment from that moment it was just there's just no there's just no option but it took time and and I know we're going to go into that but yeah it it was it was bloody scary. It was bloody scary to back yourself enough to know that the buck stops with me. Like I got to, I got to do it. That's cool. <laughs> and so when you see, like, I know you said you saw people, you saw the vision and you saw what other people had created in this industry. And like you said, it's not just about the finances. It's, it's creating a life on your own terms, being able to be there for magical moments when you're needed to enjoy the sunshine, to get outside instead of being stuck within four walls. So obviously I know watching your journey, seeing your travels that you've definitely created that life that you love, but what would an average day look like for you? Cause people think that it must just be easy and it's all travel and it's all pretty pictures on the Instagram. How much time do you think, like, have you actually spent in actually investing in getting your business off the ground to the size that it's now? Oh, honestly, immeasurable, to be honest, like immeasurable. So um, we have an organization of four and a half thousand people and it started with us just one <laughs> just one person so it in the beginning and I, I mean this literally in the beginning if we weren't sleeping or we weren't like pursuing our our jobs obviously in the beginning as you mentioned you know it starts you know no one starts this full time every other minute was figuring out a way that we could grow our organization and grow our income, whether that was through being on a call with someone, whether that was through listening to a podcast, whether that was we at an event, we were hosting our own event. Um, we were learning and growing, developing our mindset, like every other minute was spent doing that. Now, why? That was our personal choice because we wanted to get as far away from the current situation that we were in as quickly as possible. So network marketing doesn't have to look like that. It can be a really just, you know, gradual kind of slow burn, yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 20 years. You know, imagine in 20 years time, if you were able to earn a multiple six-figure income, would it be worth it? 
heck yes, <laughs> heck yes. But, but for us, we didn't want it to take that long. And so that was our personal choice. But the personal choice meant that every other minute we sacrificed date night, we sacrificed sleep a lot of the time, we sacrificed um, spending money on anything that wasn't, you know, like an event or a book or a course or something like that. Um, we didn't buy clothes. We didn't, we, we invested all of that money back into our business. We definitely didn't travel. Um, we used to like <laughs> scrimp and save and, and put all of our pennies back into what needed to be done. And we were relentless in the pursuit of creating what we have created now. And I think that sometimes that's where, people can get either the wrong idea or they could not create the success that they want to create. Um, I had a beautiful quote the other day and it was, if you want your network marketing business to produce you a 40 hour a week income, you better be prepared to put in 40 hours a week worth of work. Yeah. And I thought, that is, I preach it, sister. <laughs> like, amen. It, what were you saying? It was saying that before yeah. the call. It's like so many people. I think that one reason why network marketing does get a bad rap is because so many people join with these big visions and goals, but they get frustrated with the results they didn't get for the work that they did to do. Yeah. Instead of blaming it on themselves, they're like, "Oh, it's network marketing. It was, it was a scheme, or it was a pyramid thing." And it's like, no. But they they don't look. They look at these people who are having the success, and they don't realize, yeah, that you spend maybe three years of sacrifices of all your time and the money that you make in spending it on thousands of dollars to go to conferences and podcasts and growing yourself and growing your mind and people aren't willing to do that and so when they don't get the results they're like oh it wasn't me it was it was a business it was a structure it was network marketing yeah, yeah. And on top of that like the consistency oh. that you need for a six plus figure let's is talk about consistency people <laughs> Don't get me started because it shits me to tears when people are like, oh, I just, I'm just going to have a day off or I'm taking a step back because I'm like, <laughs> you don't take a step back from this ever. You don't. You don't. <laughs> and, and this is what I would really love to convey to people about consistency. You know, Loz, you just mentioned we did do a lot of traveling. And during that time, yes, we were very grateful that we had to earn an income every week. We traveled for 13 months around Europe, around Australia, around New Zealand, and it was phenomenal. But we still worked. Like, I didn't have 13 months off my business. And if I did, I would never expect it to still be in the same place that it was when I left. How could I? How arrogant of me to expect that? that would happen. I don't think that any CEO of any business would expect that that would happen. And network marketing is a business. It's just the return on investment looks different to a lot of other businesses. And that's what I would really love people to walk away from today. If they're listening to this and considering joining a network marketing company is, is just get that it takes the same amount of diligence. It takes the same amount of consistency. It takes the same amount of professionalism as starting any other business, brick and mortar, traditional, just even online, um, selling clothes. Like it, it, it takes exactly the same. The only thing that I, the two things I think that I, I believe are different with it is that the product and all the research and development and everything is, is done for you. So all of the back end system work is done for you and the return that you get at the end of it is quite different. Everything in, everything in the middle is the same principle as, as creating anything. I mean, find me one successful person, network marketing or not, that has created a huge success, not just money, but a, a, you know, a huge success in their life by having that stop-start mentality. 
because I'd love to meet them and I'd love to find out their secret because it hasn't been it hasn't been the way that we've that we've done it definitely not that's the secret sauce isn't it it's just and consistency like like you said it's not like you've got to show up and you've got to slave away every single day this business can literally be built in stolen moments but it's just about consistently chipping away at it every single day around life yeah consistency you know if you don't show up for your business why would you expect that anyone else would show up for your business i mean i've worked for people where the boss didn't show up and I was kind of like, mm, whatever, like if they don't care enough to be here, why am I going to bust my butt for their business? So yeah, no, you're right. Um, let's talk a little bit about, obviously you just said that you get to, like, I love your Instagram, you get to travel and you get to do all these amazing things, which is a result of your hard efforts and, and the work that you've put in. Tell us what a day in the life looks like. I, I, I'm actually interested because I am going traveling for a year in a couple of weeks. I want to know what your day looked like when you were traveling because obviously like you didn't just stop. You worked and you traveled. Bit of fun and play and work. But then like now as well, now that you're back in New Zealand and you're back in on home turf, what does a day in the life of a six plus figure income earner in network marketing look like? Like are you still busting your butt? Are you taking a step back? Love to know. Mm-hmm. Mm, good question. Okay, so we went traveling at about the two gear mark. So first two years, I touched on every spare moment. You're you're building, you're building, you're working out, you're supporting people, you're working out how you can grow this. You're building yourself. Um, fun fact: I'm actually an extroverted introvert. I like it, people aren't necessarily my first love, and I mean that in the sense that you know you just meet some people or they could. They just love people. That wasn't me. So I had to grow myself considering that my business is talking to people. Um, I had to grow that part of myself as well. So it's not just business growth, but it was a huge amount of personal growth in those first two years. I'm not the same person that started on, on these products three and a half years ago. I'm a far cry different woman. And so when people say to you, it's just a little side note, you've changed. <laughs> if, yeah. you're a lis- if you're a listener and you know, people are saying that to you, you've changed. Take that as a sign that you're doing something right. And as long as that change feels good for you in your heart and you feel aligned, then, you know, sister, you're on the, you're on the right path. So first two years was yeah, foot to the floor, just nothing else. Like that was it. Um, and then, and then we took off, we took off on the road. Um, we, as a couple, we probably are um, a little bit of a different couple in the sense that we like presence and being in the present moment will always, and it has always meant more to me than taking the perfect picture for Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't have a huge amount of following on Instagram. I don't even know what the heck I'm doing on Instagram. Like social media is, is not my jam. If I take a picture and I put it up all good, but for, for us being, being together and being present and experience moments that there's moments that I had on my travels. I don't have a picture of. I didn't do it for the gram. I didn't do it for the picture. Um, so for us, we don't have, we, we didn't have lots of big like systems and things that we took with us on the road. We felt, we, we feel our business and we feel people and we feel what needs to be done. And so we had a very simplified system. We had our notebooks. Some people like notebooks. Some people like digital form. We're a bit old school. We like notebooks. We had our notebooks and it was doing everything that we had done here at home. It's just, it was more scheduled in terms of timing. Whereas if you're at home, you kind of have the whole day to fit it in. Whereas when we're on the road, it's like, great, we're going to be in, in Barcelona this afternoon. And we know we want to do the walking tour from two to five. Great. From 10 till 12, 
we're going to do everything that we previously did in our business, but we're just going to do it from a cafe in Barcelona. So it was, it was still the exact same activities, but different backgrounds and beautiful backdrops and um, the ability to meet new people. So it wasn't, it wasn't all that, all that different. Um, except for we did do some calls in random places and, you know, the Wi-Fi that you have to find when you're overseas and the, you know, if people could have seen some of the, some of the places that we were sitting to get the, you know, to get the connection to be able to talk to people that would laugh. But coming back to home turf, um, how many hours a day do I work now? I would say that I probably put in like a solid four hours of work, like a solid four hours of work a day. And then anywhere between another hour to four hours of flexible work, if, if that makes sense. Because to me, work could look like catching up with someone for a coffee. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily say that that counts to my four hours of solid work. Um, so my four hours of solid work is looking at my business. What does it need? Where is it lacking? Um, you know, who are the people that I'm trying to help reach their goals, where are they at? I'm doing calls for them, I'm doing calls with them. Um, you know, something like this, the honor of, of, you know, jumping on a podcast to me is a beautiful add-on. You know, I don't say, oh, well, I've done a podcast today, like that's my work for the day and, and hope that, you know, that's gonna build my business kind of thing. I still, I still put in those, those same activities that re- was required in the beginning are still required now. Like, that's just the reality, but I can, now structure it that if we want to have a day off like a whole day off i know that you know things aren't going to crumble so it's still a lot of work it just means that i can work from home i can work from a cafe if i want i can do a call on the road i can um you know do a zoom call from my phone but if people are looking to join network marketing because they want to stop working (laughs) they're joining the wrong profession (laughs) let's just say that you still have full days and I love that you were really authentic with that because I think a lot of people and I know we see this all the time they try and portray like all this time freedom and I mean we get to do amazing things like travel and and fill our cup up and decide to go hang out with family and friends when we want but you're still working like it's still an eight plus hour day yeah and you'll notice that I haven't once said time freedom I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Financial freedom. I don't use those words. Time flexibility. Definitely. I definitely believe that network marketing provides me time flexibility and a, you know, greater financial abundance that I can dictate. Definitely. But like, what is financial freedom? What is time freedom? When I have people that come in and they say, you know, I'm going to retire myself at network marketing. I'm like, you're 25. What are you going to do? You're going to be bored. Like, what are you going to retire from? Like, that's just crazy. There's only so many mocktails and cocktails and whatever you can yeah. sip on the beach. Like, come on. I'd love to ask, what is your definition of success? What does success mean to you? Success means to me, when I put my head on the pillow at night, I feel aligned, I feel fulfilled, and I feel joy. I love what? whatever whatever that looks like for some people that means that they spend their whole day shopping buying a chanel handbag and getting their nails done and if that's their jam 100 percent, then that is pure success if that's what has them put their head on the pillow at night and feel joy alignment peace fulfillment contribution then go for it and if for other people it means that they just get to hang out with their kids you know eat organic beautiful nourishing foods um and watch the sunrise 
than, than that person's successful. I do believe that an element of finances come in, comes into it, definitely, because I still do believe that if someone is broke, sure, you don't need a lot of money to go and look at a sunset, but I believe that being broke does add an element of stress because we do all have bills. So I don't think success means looking like a millionaire, but I do believe that an element where you feel comfortable that everything, all of your outgoings are covered, I think that's still an important part of success for me as well. Yeah, cool. So um, last question. This has been amazing. Oh this no, I've loved so, having you be. Yeah. Shining <laughs> and sharing wisdom. <laughs> last question um, is for the listeners that want to know the best piece of advice you would give to them. Maybe they've just started out in MLM, maybe they're on the fence and maybe they want to like join a company, but they're not sure. Like what's the best piece of advice that you could give someone? Mm. It's always such a loaded question, isn't it? Because it's like, uh, I don't know if it's the best piece of advice, but it's a piece of advice that has really helped me is that this journey in particular, and it's really the only place that I can speak from is, you know, in network marketing, it's not linear. And what I mean by that, it doesn't start and then go in an upward trajectory of success to infinity and beyond. Oh, yay. Look at my beautiful, happy life. Now it is not linear. And if you can accept that and accept that it has peaks and troughs. And often when you reach a trough for me, what I found anyway, personally, it's then when I need to look inward and go, ah, oh, it's cause I need to grow. I need to grow. And if you're looking at joining a network marketing company, obviously you first want to feel genuinely aligned to the product and the company, please don't be one of those people that does it just to, to share, to make a quick buck. Like that's what makes the industry wrong. Like genuinely find a product, a company and, and a set of values that you align with. And then recognize that if you want to create success in this, you've got to grow yourself. You've got to grow yourself along the journey. And that's why it's not a linear journey. Cause like I said, I'm not the same woman that I was three and a half years ago. I've grown. I've had my wall kicking moments where I'm like, I can't do this. I'm out. I, I am done. I have, you know, shared the opportunity with 10 people today and they've all said they're not interested. I suck. I can't do this. Like I'm, I'm done. And then I've had moments where I've literally been like, if I died right now, <laughs> I would be so happy. Like I, I cannot get happier than in this moment. It's not linear peaks and troughs. Get that, understand that, embrace that and ride the wave knowing that if you're consistent and you have a strong, solid vision, then you will get there. But stop putting expectations on yourself that it's going to look a certain way. It's going to be linear. and It's going to take a certain amount of time because I think expectations is what kills people. Like having a birth plan. You can't have a birth plan. <laughs> it's not going to happen the way you want it to. It exactly. The universe wants it to. I swear you sounded Indian then. You're not supposed to have a birth plan. <laughs> it's true though. That is the best piece of advice. And um, yeah, it's been so amazing chatting with you. Thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your time with us too. I know we appreciate it, but I know our audience really appreciate it. Just love hearing from young women but also men in the in the business world whether or not that is a startup whether or not that's mlm it's really cool when you start drawing the parallels and you're realizing it doesn't matter what business you do the same concepts and the same things apply throughout 
Yeah. And don't my, probably my final piece of advice, which I'd love for people to really get is like, stop comparing your life to people's Instagram role. Like it's not, it's not it. That's not the be all and end all. I guarantee you, guarantee you, there's certain people that you're looking up to right now that have a hundred thousand followers. They ain't making a dollar from those followers. Like I guarantee you stop focusing on what other people are doing. Stop comparing your life. Stop comparing the fact that you don't have the perfect setup. I mean, like, you know, if people could see me now, it's a far cry from a perfect studio with, you know, all the, all the bells and whistles. Like it's not, you just have to go with the flow and just do it. Focus on yourself. Stop comparing yourself to what other people's camera roll looks like. Cause it's probably not even real. A lot of the time. The highlight reel. Totally. And it's a business tool. That's what yeah. people, so people like us who are on the other side of it were like, this is a tool that we use to build our business. And so many, whether it's traditional MLM, like social media influencers in themselves, they're business people. Like they get paid per post or they get paid to advertise. And it's like, so the people on the other side of that notice that's a business tool. It's a highlight reel. Don't buy into it. Don't, <laughs> buy into it. Don't determine your worth based on that, please. Please. Oh, I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> I love you guys. I'm so, so, as I said, so honored and inspired to be able to be asked to be, to share my story. Um, I think that the more people that do shine their light on, hey, you know, you can do something different. If that's what you want. You can go do something different. As you said, whether that's traditional brick and mortar, network marketing, whatever it is. But like, if you can listen to this podcast and those thoughts that have been in your head, like, can I really do something different? Really? Is it possible? It is. And I love that you babes have created that platform to really voice that it is so that more people can, can realize because far out. Imagine if more people just realize their true potential mm -hmm. oh. and stop doing what society expects them to just like think, mm -hmm. what do I want? What do I want for myself? What do I want for my loved ones? And then how can I create it? Ask some better questions. So ask better questions. Yeah. Love it. So where can people find you if they want to get more of you? Um, where can they find you? <laughs> well, you can come to Mount Monganui. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, I am not, I'm not your, you know, Instagram like slayer. I don't really, you know, <laughs> I don't have like a crazy beautiful portfolio or anything like that. I don't know how to flat lay, um, but I do use Instagram and you can connect with me on there. Um, if you want to, my handle is Bianca Lee, um, B-I-A-N-C-A-L-E-I-G-H um, or Bianca Bathurst on Facebook. You can find me there. Um, and um, all my email, I'm sure we can link um, email, but yeah, just, just remember that your business isn't, always built on social media either and don't write people off based on what their social media looks like that it looks like i think that's a really important thing as well it's like you never know the dreams that people have in their heart and maybe they don't know how to take good photos but you know they they want to work hard so yeah don't don't write people off i'm pretty passionate about that actually but yeah of course always love to connect and always open to sharing sharing more with people if if i'm their vibe so yeah definitely thanks so much honey <laughs> pleasure